foremost here, the host of Find Your Magic, the podcast where entrepreneurship and mental health meet. And I have a little bit of an announcement to start our episode today, which is I am going to take a little bit of a mental health break the last two weeks in April. So today's episode is coming out on April 11th. The next two Mondays, there will be no new episodes of Find Your Magic. That's Monday the 18th and Monday the 25th. And the reason I'm doing that is because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I am trying to be extremely intentional about inviting guests for those few weeks of May. There's five week, five Mondays in May. And I want to be sure that the entire month is actually really filled with actionable mental health advice from true professionals. I am talking with a bunch of really exciting potential guests, and I'm going to be diving a little bit deeper with them over the coming weeks. And because of that, I, I know that I'm not going to be able to edit and publish a couple of episodes just to kind of give myself that space to really make sure that those conversations are full and helpful and I can be truly engaged and present. I am just to give you an idea of some people who I'm talking to, I'm talking to a licensed therapist and child development expert who runs a Dungeons and Dragons group for teens with anxiety. I am potentially speaking with someone about destigmatizing medicine uh, when it comes to the mental health industry, potentially speaking with someone about an ADHD diagnosis later in life as a woman. There are lots of really, really, really cool conversations that are opening up around this subject. And yes, all of these are important to building a business. But again, May is mental health month. So I figured why not go all in, make sure that you guys are supported and having some conversations that feel a little bit more, dare I say dangerous, um, not dangerous, but uh, you know, not everybody's having these conversations. Not everybody comes to a business podcast to talk about their antidepressant regimen. Not everybody comes to a business podcast to talk about their ADHD diagnosis. So I'm really proud to have fostered a place where those conversations are safe to be explored. And I also want to give myself the grace and the space to have those conversations. So thanks for understanding. I will be posting on social media, just kind of calling out a couple of past episodes that you may have missed, ones that I really found particularly inspiring or helpful, um, both on the business and the mental health side. So still stay tuned, still follow me on Instagram at kelsey.writes. That's the best way to find out about what episodes are coming down the pipeline and what I'm up to. And, uh, you know, you can always DM me. I'm always happy to hear from you, Magic Maker. Okay, so now let's get into today's conversation with entrepreneur Callie Peterson. So Callie actually got in touch with me about a month ago to participate in her online business summit. She was hosting an incredible summit with lots of different women who had lots of different expertise expertises, expertise. I don't know. Put a pin in that. Look that up later, Kels. 
but we all came to the table with a different zone of genius. And I came to talk about copywriting because you guys know I'm the resident word nerd. I love talking about how changing the words on your website and your emails can immediately increase your profits. It's one of the easiest, fastest ways to do it. And Callie, in our sort of discussion during the summit, she started talking about paid advertising. And to be honest with you, it's something that I don't personally know a ton about. And when I got to talking with her further and sort of found out her story of how she began her agency, she's the founder of an agency called The Sage Agency. And she started with 15 years of expert digital marketing knowledge, and she has a focus on Google ads advertising. And what's cool about Callie is she's clearly so passionate about helping women build thriving businesses by increasing their sales, increasing their visibility through Google ads and through just paid ads in general. She also is incredibly good at telling people when it's a good time to start investing in paid ads. So if you are at all curious about like why paid ads versus organic ads, if you're ready for that, when you think you could be ready for that, like what are the telltale signs? It is such a valuable thing to know about. And again, something I didn't know about before really talking to Callie. So I'm super grateful she came on Find Your Magic to talk about paid advertising today and to talk about how she really helps entrepreneurs and solopreneurs more than any other types of clients. That's her that's her favorite type of people to work with because, and here's where the mental health kicks in, paid advertising takes the lift and the load off of you to constantly be marketing yourself. So there's a couple of things that if you're ready to invest in them, they can kind of run in the background to help you grow faster. It's like having a virtual assistant running 24 seven without actually having a virtual assistant. Those things are Google ads, like paid advertising through Google, when people search for your type of niche or service or product, there's also Facebook ads. And that includes like Instagram kind of ads. There's influencer marketing and affiliate marketing. That means partnering with other people um, and having those people promote your products. You can either pay them to do that, or you can do like a trade or a commission base. And then finally, there's SEO, search engine optimization. We talked about that in the last episode a little bit more in depth. So if you want to know more about search engine optimization, check out the previous episode, which was my solo episode about what you need on your website. Also, I have an episode earlier in the season with Rebecca Reed, who is a website designer who specializes in search engine optimization. Lots of words, lots coming at you today, magic makers. So today, get ready, buckle up. I'm so excited to introduce you to Callie Peterson of the Sage Agency. Stay tuned until the end. She does let us know about a quiz that she has that actually moves you through and holds your hand, helping you understand if you are ready for paid ads and if you are, what you can do about it. So with that, please welcome Callie Peterson to Find Your Magic. 
Allie, thanks so much for being on Find Your Magic with me today. Hi, Kelsey. Nice to be here. I'm really excited. So Callie, I met you when we worked together on your summit, and I just think you have such a unique approach to helping people build their businesses in a way that is, it really moves the needle, but it also, the thing that I love about what you do is it kind of takes the pressure off of the person themselves to help them scale their business. So why don't you tell people a little bit about what you do with the Sage Agency, how you help people and just sort of how, maybe how you arrived at where you are now. Yeah, all really good questions. So at the Sage Agency, we, I have a rockstar team and we're all Google ads experts. So I work on every account, but they're more the strategists. So like you say, our, our whole point at the Sage Agency is to basically make sure that our clients' businesses are profitable and they grow. So Google ads is obviously it's paid advertising. So you want to make sure that you're in the right place within your business, but it's not just brand awareness. We want to make sure that that it's profitable. So we basically take on the entire business of managing, setting up, growing their accounts, and then it is super helpful for, for them to be involved more in the higher level of things and letting us know what they're seeing, what sort of results they're seeing on their end. But yeah, like you say, we basically just take it off of their plate and help their business grow while they're busy doing everything else that's important for their business as the CEO. I think that that is such a important point that happens a lot that people don't really realize when they get into business for themselves is it's not just the service you're providing or the product that you're selling. You have to wear all of the hats or like, if you're lucky enough to have a small team, when you first start out, you still have to be scrappy and know how to do so many different things. So I would love to know what interested you in Google ads and paid advertising in the first place. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting question because there's not a lot of girls, a lot of females in the Google ad space. In fact, uh, when I was doing a little bit of uh, competition research, I was like, wow, there's no girls in this space, but there are, there's a few. So I actually, I quit my corporate job in 2017 and I, you know, with your podcast, you'd, I really appreciate that you talk about mental health because I'll never forget that moment. And I guess that was kind of my magic moment, if you will, is yeah. I was just sitting in front of my computer and I was like, this is life soul sucking. Why am I here? Totally. Um, I was I was in sales. It was uh, advertising sales at the time. And I just thought, man, if I worked this hard for myself, like maybe I could do something. And so my, my degrees in advertising, my experience is mainly in um, working for ad agencies. And so, and I think a lot, this happens with a lot of people is you emulate the business or the work experience that you've come from. And you go from working for say this big agency to your solopreneur <laughs> and you feel like, oh, I, that's who I have to be. And I, 
I am grateful for it, but I basically started out just doing any job that the client asked for. Yeah. And not only as a business owner, you have to wear all these hats, but if you don't have, I don't want to say niche, but like if, if you're just offering anything that the client asks for, you have to become an authority in everything that the client asks for. So not only are you running your business, but you're learning all these other things as well. Mm. And so I just, um, it was good, but I realized there were some things that I just, it was not my, not my jam at all. Yeah. And I started, a client asked me about Google ads. So of course I was like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> And I started dabbling in it and learning it. And what's really funny is um, I'm more of like a right brain creative type. So if someone was like, oh, yeah, do you want to look at numbers all day? I'd be like, no, thank you. (laughs) But there's something about Google ads. Like I basically went from so being a social media manager, if you will, and social media can be quite hard uh, and, and SEO. And that can be quite hard to track. I mean, you, yeah. you can't track as, um, social media. SEO is very hard to track and it takes a long time. And so what I l- fell in love with, with Google ads is that it's all trackable. It's all yeah. numbers. If something's not working, you, you can figure it out based on the numbers. And so it's kind of this interesting story, if you will. And that's the creative side and problem solving side that I like that the numbers tell you that I wasn't getting from other marketing channels. Yeah. In 2001, January, 2001, I lovingly broke up with a few clients. I raised my prices, which can be really scary. Now before, hold on. So you said 2001. So I'm sorry, 2021. I was like, you said you left your corporate job in 2017. Something tells me that that was a Freudian slip. <laughs> Maybe it feels like yeah. it was 2001. Yeah, yeah, it feels like it's in 2001. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you for that. 2021. Yeah. So you know how, when someone is in business for a while and you ask them like, what's the one thing you wish you had done sooner? My answer is I wish I had migrated all of the different platforms that I was using to Kajabi way sooner than I did. I dragged my feet because I was nervous. Technology was intimidating to me. I was totally on my own. I didn't have a team. And when I finally pulled the trigger and signed up for Kajabi, you guys, it was like night and freaking day. They have the best customer service that I've ever experienced. They have a incredible like video library and knowledge base. So any question you have, there's like little videos that show you exactly how to do things. And if you can't figure it out from the videos, you can chat with a customer support rep right there in real time. I'm telling you, like, it's not just for online course programs. When you hear Kajabi, you probably are thinking of their online courses or hosting an online course but it is so much more than that. I have all of my templates on there. It handles all of my payments for me. It like, whenever somebody buys something, it just goes right into my bank account. I handle all my emails from there, all of my marketing funnels, opt-ins, landing pages, you name it. I do it on Kajabi. They're offering a free 30 day trial to find your magic listeners right now. 
to check that out and read more about the platform, go to kelseyforemost.com slash Kajabi. That's kelseyforemost.com slash K-A-J-A-B-I. I'm so excited you're talking about this because I think that breaking up with clients is something that, especially if you're providing a service is really hard to do for the first couple of times. But then once you do it and you realize like, oh, I'm not only am I fine, but now I can actually invest in people and projects that I genuinely care about much, much better. I have more energy for that. And my business is actually doing way better because of it. So a hundred percent, I actually, <laughs> I'd have a pep talk with some of my girlfriends and I was like, I, I just feel so bad. And, you know, especially I think as women, like we really mm. take on how we think other people are going to feel. Um, <laughs> I just, it was my one client, I'm not going to name him, but, and he's lovely, but I was just like, I, I don't want to do this anymore, you know? Yeah. And so I just, I had a, I was like, all right, girls, I'm just doing it. They're like, you're doing it by this Friday, no matter what, just do it. And I'm like, oh. and you know what? It was fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that you also called in the support of your friends. I think that that is something that, especially with COVID, it was really tough to have that same level of connection with people. And it really makes a huge difference to have somebody who can hold you accountable and who can also be kind of an outside observer. Because sometimes I think when you're working with a client like that, who's either super demanding or micromanagey, or just the project isn't interesting to you, it's so hard to sometimes have the perspective to be able to see that that's what's going on when you're in the thick of it. So it's really valuable to have a friend, a business associate, an accountability partner or life partner who sees yeah. you when you work on that stuff or hears you talk about that particular project over and over again to be like, Hey, is that really the best possible use of your time and your talent? A hundred percent. Yeah. And actually my, it was, so one, it, this group of girlfriends, one is another entrepreneur and the others aren't. So like you say, sometimes it's nice to just get some feedback from people who aren't their own business owner. And then we had got on a zoom call and had like a, a cheers of a, a glass Aww, of wine. It was on a Friday. So like, <laughs> that's hey, solopreneurs. You could, you could do that any day of the week if you want. Exactly. That's, so that's why we do it. Exactly. That's exactly right. I, okay. So I want to share, this is making me think of something, um, that another female business owner shared with me that was super valuable on how to fire clients. Hmm. And she gave me three really helpful things when I was doing one-to-one -one freelance copywriter work. This helped me so much. Number one, she said, it's like the cold Turkey. Like this is an abusive relationship. You just tell them like, once this project that I'm working on is over, I will not be taking on, or like once this deliverable is sent to you, I will not be providing further edits. I, and like, here's my invoice period, the end, um, like the bad breakup, but like the clean breakup. Right. Yeah. And then there's the, I think she called it the off ramp where like you give them a couple of weeks to be like, okay, or even a month, maybe like if it depends on the level of, or what you're even providing, but you give them that sort of like easy, slow drip. Like you're sort of turning the dial down, you're off ramping yourself. Um, and you're giving yourself 
sometimes that feels a little bit better for people of like, I'm going to slowly complete this last project and like end on a good note and give them time to bring somebody else in to do this if they need. And then the third thing was having three people who I recommended or found who did something similar to what I did that I could give to them when I offboarded that client. So like, if you're still looking for somebody to do this, here are three names. And even if you tell those people, Hey, don't take this client. It's still like, I did that so many times. I can't even tell you, like there were three copywriters who I was like, Hey, just so you know, this client was difficult for X, Y, Z reasons. If you still want to take them great, but like I'm giving them your name in case you really need some business. But if you don't have the emotional capacity, don't take them on. So, (laughs) but then I still felt okay being like, here are name, here are alternatives for you. Do you dream about people coming to your website and telling you, I cannot wait to work with you. I've been looking for this forever. I feel like I already know you. Can I please pay you to help me? Or maybe you just want to feel more confident when you sit down to write something for your business, knowing your words aren't just evaporating into the ether of the internet, but instead are connecting with your ideal customers. Look, after years as a freelance copywriter, I can very confidently tell you that no matter what business you're in, great copy turns words on the page into dollars in the bank, just like magic, which is why I want to make sure you know that my signature course copy class is currently open for enrollment. Now, here's the thing. You can hire a professional copywriter. But honestly, that could cost you thousands and it just doesn't make sense to hire someone every freaking time you need to write something for your business, which is why I specifically designed copy class for non-writers, entrepreneurs who want to learn to write their own high converting copy without breaking the bank or spending hours staring at the blinking cursor of death. Copy class covers everything you need to know from the psychology behind why certain writing works to honing in on your actual ideal customer, AKA people who are truly going to give you their monies to how to write a website that converts start to finish. And finally, how to send emails that convert and sell. So if you want to learn more about copy class, see what's inside and hear from past students, head to kelseyformost.com slash copy class. That's kelseyformost.com slash C-O-P-Y-C-L-A-S-S. Yeah. And I think it could also, I agree with all three of those. And I think it can also be a little bit of a combination. So for example, um, if you have a a hard deliverable, that's ideal, right? But um, for me, for example, I do a month to month service and in my contract, now this is something also, especially if you're just starting out, you absolutely need to have a contract. Do not feel bad about having someone sign a contract, it actually makes you look more professional and people Mm. want to work with you more. So if that's a barrier for you, just these are all like band-aids you're ripping off, right? Like the more you do it, the more it just becomes natural. 
So in my contracts, I do have a 30 day notice period for me and for the client. So I have to give 30 days. They have to give 30 days. Mm. And ideally you, it is ideal to, to have a reference at the time. I didn't have a reference. I did let the client know, like if I come across anyone or I'll ask around, but don't let that hold you back either. It's ideal, but you know, they can also go on Upwork or Fiverr or whatever and get resourceful themselves. So I would just like to say that, like I said, it's a band-aid or it's a muscle, right? So the more you do it, the more you get used to it. So I basically broke up with like five clients. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In one month period. But then, like you say, it opens up space for, well, A, I was able to raise my prices more easily because I raised my prices with new clients. So I wasn't raising my prices with clients who I'd been with for a while. Mm -hmm. And so that's always easier. And also, I just completely transitioned into Google Ads. I kept a couple of other clients who I enjoyed working with, but I kind of almost started over again, if you will. And um I actually tripled my profits that year. Wow. Okay. So let's talk about that because that's, that's a big way to bury the lead, Callie. You tripled your profits. (laughs) You fired five clients, niched down and tripled your profits. Talk to me about that season of your business. Holy moly. I know. Well, you know, the thing is, again, it's like going back to the the mental stability and also you saying, oh, well, we're entrepreneurs. We can have a glass of wine whenever we want. And it's true. Like running your own business is hard. Like, I mean, there's pros and cons. For me personally, the biggest pro is that I can work anywhere in the world and I love to travel. So I take advantage of that fully. But, you know, like you said, you become the CFO, you become the accountant, you become the social media manager, you become the CMO, all of that, right? And so I hated my business. I hated it. Yeah. I But I knew I didn't want to go back to 2017 and be stuck in an office working hard for someone else. So I was like, okay, what am I doing, you know? And also my mental health. You know, when you work with clients, and it's not always their fault necessarily, but when you work with clients who are draining or who maybe don't necessarily appreciate the level of work you're providing. And this is another little tip is I've learned over the years that when your prices are lower than really the service, the quality of the service you're providing, people don't appreciate it. So when I increased my rates, I actually got more quality clients and generally quality clients are busy with their own business. They're not nitpicking (laughs) or wanting to know what you're doing every day. They're like, great, do it. I don't want to be involved. You know, I actually love that reveal because that's something that I don't think we name often is those bigger ticket clients are they, they kind of just trust you to do your thing. The smartest people, the most successful people are people who hire other people to execute their zone of genius, right? Like the best, most effective teams are the ones who you're like, you're really good at Google ads. I have no idea what I'm doing on Google ads. So why would I waste my time nitpicking copy for Google ads when I have no experience or business doing that. Like I should just give that. That's the smart thing to do, to give that to you. So that makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. I, would you say, I see, I hear from people all the time because a lot of people who come to me who take copy class are building their websites and a big hangup is 
how do I price my services? Huge hang up. How do I price my services? Feeling so much money guilt. Yeah. And, and also like being really afraid to actually put their rates on their website. And I always tell people, put them on your website and put them away. I do. Here's why put them on your website, put them higher than what feels comfortable to you (laughs) and like pull, you know, like make sure you're not completely out of the, you know, like to the moon, like make sure that it makes sense for your, your business and your niche. Look at your competitors. What are they charging? But charge top dollar for what you're doing, even if you're relatively new at it, because as you said, (laughs) it's a mental thing. You're telling people how to feel when they hire you. Copy includes numbers. Numbers are actually a really big way uh, to visually Mm. convince somebody of how you, how they're going to feel, right? Like how you just said, I tripled my profits. That's three X. If you see a three X or you see the word tripled, that's numbers, but that's still copy. And it makes me immediately, my brain goes, oh my gosh, I can compute that immediately. And I understand what that means. I understand the value immediately. Same with pricing. And here's the other thing. You don't have to deal with people who aren't qualified coming to you being like, that's out of my budget it immediately weeds out people who are not a fit for you. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing it's um, they take just as much of your time as someone with a larger budget. Right. Exactly. So you might be getting paid for your time. Yeah. And it's also, you know, with pricing, I think starting out um, as well, we compare it to our quote hourly rate. And I think that is a good place to start if you have no totally. idea. Totally. And like you say, like have a look at the compare uh, of the competition, all that. But it's also your value. And even um, I remember my first Google ads client, actually, I like, I was like, I'll never get this. I just put the price up there. And he even said, he's like, oh, that's more than I was, I was planning on spending. And I, and I immediately caved and I was like, oh, well I can, you know, and he's like, no, 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 it's fine. I trust you. I, I want you to work on me. And I was like, oh, Okay. So it's true. It's like that, that value. Right. And then also interesting, like you say, with the numbers and copy, it's the same in Google ads, numbers and headlines, always those ads always perform better because it doesn't take our brain a lot of time to compute it. It's like, okay, three X that's three times that's triple. And your brain does that really quickly. Yep. And so it's, um, yeah, it's another form of connection and, um, authority as well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, that's the biggest secret of copywriting is yeah. minimizing mental lift. Like mm. the faster and clearer you can tell people how you're going to help them, what yeah. is going to improve in their lives after they work with you or buy your product or whatever it is, that's the most successful copy. And it's also the hardest to write because it's short. <laughs> like it is, it is such a challenge. And I think that's, a huge value of Google ads and a huge mm. challenge of Google ads and why I would pay somebody else to do it because you have to get it under that character limit. Right. Yeah. Um, so how, so how would someone who say has been in business for a while and maybe feels like they've plateaued, who is thinking about starting to do some paid advertising, what would you say to those people? How do you know when you're ready to start investing? 
Yeah, it's such a good question and something that um, everyone should ask themselves because paid advertising is it's not cheap. It, yeah. it just isn't. And, you know, the reason it's not cheap is because there's, you know, billions of searches every minute on Google. So that's where everyone goes, but that's also where everyone's advertising. And a big thing is really know your numbers first. So if you're not looking at your Google Analytics on your website, and if you don't have Google Anal Analytics on your website, put it on right now. Yeah, start there for sure. Yeah, it, it doesn't backtrack. It only starts from when you add it. So um, definitely be looking at your Google Analytics. And, um, you know, e-commerce, it's a little bit easier because uh, you, you have the hard facts and the numbers, right? For service-oriented people, the main thing you want to be looking at is how many people are coming to your, first of all, are people coming to your website full stop? And if they aren't, that's something else like SEO can help you with that. And we can touch on that a little bit if you want. But um, once people are coming to your website, out of the number of people, I, it's good to look at a 90 day period because, mm. you know, it can be seasonal and all of that. So within that 90 day period, how many people are coming to your website to begin with? And from that percentage, how many people are reaching out, like filling out a lead form, signing up for your newsletter, um, calling you, like how many people are actually reaching out to work with you? That's your conversion percentage. Mm -hmm. And then your lead, your conversion to lead percentage is from those people, from those leads that are contacting you, how many people are actually becoming paid clients? Mm. And if you don't know these numbers yet, we can work together, but I'm starting off from like, it's like not having a flashlight in a dark room. So yeah. especially if you're starting off with, with no data in your Google ads account, it's really best to have that information because if you have that information and your numbers are really low, like if if your website isn't converting, I could send you a thousand leads a month. But if they don't convert into paid clients, then that's a waste of money for you. Right. And that's where <clears throat> copywriting can really help. Yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that's right. That's, right. Exactly. that's all copywriting exactly. is. And is more quickly helping people understand how to hit that button and convert. Well, it, and, and going back to what we were just saying, so you have three seconds mm -hmm. to have people look at your copy and your website and then click that, yes, I want to learn more button or whatever it is that or call to scrolling. action. Yeah. Call it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And especially if they're on their cell phone, I think it's even less, but they say it three is. it's it. Well, so I'm really sorry to be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> like half a second. <laughs> it's like 0.7 seconds. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it used to be three seconds back in like 2019, maybe. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm starting. <laughs> no, when I was starting off copywriting in 2017, it was definitely like three to five seconds. And then it's just dwindled from there. And with COVID it plummeted and you are correct. It's 0.7 on a, on mobile. And I think it's like oh. 1.3. That's so specific, but it's well, somewhere around there. You get, you get about a second, which is one, 1000. So that means it's the first, this is why value propositions as headlines are so important. Quick, easy headlines are your best friend. And 80% of people only read headlines by the way. So what you want to do free copywriting trick, and this is in copy class. If you want to learn how to do this for real and actually write your website. 
if you focus on your headline structure, you want the headlines to actually be related to each other and move the reader towards the end desired action. So you want like the very first sentence on your website is the most important thing or on your web page is the most important thing. Like that's your big hook. And then you answer questions, you answer questions, you answer questions, and you tell them how to convert, whether that's sign up yeah. for your email list, buy this product, whatever it is, the headlines almost like point to each other because 80% of people only read headlines. So if your headlines don't relate to each other, it is too confusing and people click away. Yep, confused people don't buy a hundred percent. Yeah, and and I will say that's really good information. And also just specifically to Google ads, you can create landing pages, web pages that are just specific to the ad. So literally they're not live on your website. Mm -hmm. It's only linking to the ad. And one thing in addition to what Kelsey just said is it's called above the fold. But if you think yeah. about it, like one swipe of your finger, right? If you're, if we're talking about cell phones, you actually want that call to action button mm -hmm. above the fold. So yes. it's that headline that catches them, tells them in 0.7 seconds. Yes, you are in the right spot. Mm -hmm. Boom. Bye now, you know, that's right. Bye so, now, download the freebie, sign yeah. up, whatever it is. Yes. And here's a nerdy copywriter. Fun fact above the fold actually goes back to remember newspapers newspapers <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you guys if you're thinking about a newspaper if you yeah. remember what those even were and you would take it out of the little plastic and it's folded in half the headline the most important headline is the one that's above the fold and yeah it has to be good to get people to unfold the newspaper and read what's below the fold so that's where that comes from <laughs> Oh, well, I could get nerdy all day. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm not worried about you, Callie. You're in good company. <laughs> so Callie, how can people find out more about what Sage Agency does? I know that you have a freebie that really holds people's hand and walks them through how to decide whether paid ads are right for them. Tell us more about where we can find you. Yeah, well, if you're interested in Google ads and if you're even just want to chat, I'm always happy to chat. You can go to thesageagency.com. That's my website. We're also on Instagram and Facebook at um, The Sage Agency. And um, yeah, if you go to the website, we are setting up a freebie that basically walks you through some very easy questions to see if your business is ready for Google ads. And you know, one thing I just like to share is if if it's not ready, that's okay. What I recommend is either starting maybe a new bank account or just deciding on a percentage that you do want to put towards marketing. It could be just one percent, you know, whatever that is, and just start putting money away towards it. And then I also can recommend other people for SEO and Facebook ads because they do different things as well that can help your boost your website um, to get it ready for Google ads. So there's there's a lot of things we can do to help you. So yeah, thesageagency.com. We'd be we'd love to chat. I love that. And if you guys are students of copy class, this is a great next step. Like if you've already nailed down your copy and you feel really good about it and you just need more people to find you, this is where Callie can really, really help. Um, and as she said, she's like the kindest soul. She will just chat with you and 
shoot the shit walk you through <laughs> i well like i said to kelsey like talking about business is one of my favorite things so it's always i'm always up for that so <laughs> i also i can't let you leave without calling out that your sweet babies were in the background there for a little bit i bet has it been nice having your own business and being able to spend more time with the kiddos i always want to ask people who are moms how they balance having their own business. Cause the, the business is another baby. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting. I think you just really, and that's something I've been working on even more is just when you do have free time, don't dilly dally, just get in there and, and get it done when you can. <laughs> yeah, It's a lot of work, but it's also worth it, especially. And that's another thing. Sorry. Just one more thing about Google ads is like, I love, it makes me so happy seeing businesses grow. Like I actually received a email from a client saying, I need to pause my ads because I'm getting too many leads. So let's wow. just pause it for now and then we can start it again. So, I mean, that's where I light up and I love helping other people grow their business and like seeing those numbers, you know? So oh that's that makes it completely. Well, and I think that the sweet spot in between those two comments is that having marketing running in the background for you, whether it is Google ads, Facebook ads, or SEO, which is search engine optimization. If you're like, what the heck are they talking about? What is yes, SEO? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> having marketing that runs in the background for you doesn't just bring you more money. It brings you more time mm. to spend on however, whatever things you are moved to spend more time on, whether it's self-care, whether it's time with your family, whether it's a hobby, a passion project. All of me, the above. Yeah. For me, it's like writing that's just for fun. That isn't for business. And it is such a freeing thing. If you're able to invest in those things, it really can be a great turning point for your mental health, as well as your bottom line. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Definitely. Callie, yeah. thank you so, so much for being here on Find Your Magic. I'm so glad that we got you in, that we were able to work together. Oh, I love it. Yeah, like I said, even on our summit chat, like I could chat to you all day. So <laughs> thank you. It honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for having me. It's, it's such a pleasure. Oh my gosh. Thank you for sharing all of your sage wisdom with our yeah, audience. Yeah. <laughs> And it's I'm, actually my middle name. So that's why. Really? That's yeah. <laughs> oh, you got lucky. You lucked out. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Find Your Magic. Go out there and take care. Hey, Magic Maker. If you made it to the end of this episode, it means you're truly committed to inviting more magic into your life. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and follow Find Your Magic on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to this stuff. Each review truly means so much to me. Thank you for being here. Now go out there and find your magic. <laughs>